It is Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment on WMAY, and it is Thursday. It's once again time for State of the Arts with Gus Gordon, joined with Gus. How are you doing, Gus? I'm doing great, Kevin. You good, good today? I'm doing pretty good. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's a little dreary outside, but, you know, yeah. it's fine. It's, you know, we're, we're, we're doing all right. There's, um... Uh, there's of course been a couple of things uh, theater wise that um, have had to have been uh, postponed and uh, maybe put off for a bit. I know last week, the Muni announced their, their whole season, right. but uh, there are a couple of things still coming up um, around town, um, including with the Hoagland center for the arts, which is the Valentine's day show that is coming yeah. up. You just put up the uh, event for that, the Facebook event. We did. We put together the Facebook event. We're selling tickets now, and they're going really well so far. We'll be doing performances on Friday night, uh, that's February 12th, uh, Saturday night, February 13th, and then, of course, Valentine's Day, Sunday the 14th. It's 7 o'clock each evening. We have nine fabulous female singers from the from the local uh, community, the theater community, and they're actually been, they've actually been rehearsing this week and will be recording on this Friday night, we'll get it all on tape, and then our buddy Jeremy Geckner will be putting together the final show, and we'll have it ready for Friday the 12th. But it's just kind of a, a very fun, uh, wonderful concert with great love songs sung by some really extraordinary talented people from our community. So we're really looking forward to putting that together and sharing that with the public because people might not be able to get out um, for Valentine's Day like they otherwise would. Um, in previous years. So this is a way they can have some great entertainment to watch at home to put them in the mood for love. Of course. So all nice, all some nice, you know, yes, it's just a nice, a nice evening in with your, with your loved one. And yes, that's great. Right. Hope Cherry, Vanessa Ferguson, Jasmine French, um, Sarah Geckner, Anna Mazenbacher, Alyssa Schultz, Mary Kate Smith, Tiffany Williams, Asni Bigasa, those are our nine leading ladies. So yeah, that is the that is the Valentine's Day show. That is going to be great. You guys have another show uh, coming up in the works that you are. Uh, it's it's a one woman show that is being uh, restaged for um, for a, a couple of days in March. What's uh, right? It's going to be a streaming production. We did the show back in 2018. Uh, Felicia Coulter, who is has been a wonderful leading lady in Springfield, a wonderful dramatic actress, a wonderful comedic actress. She has starred in shows for the past 30 or 40 years. Um, just fantastic. For us in 2018, she did a very challenging one-woman show about Dr. Ruth Westheimer. Many of you, you're probably too young, Kevin, to remember Dr. Ruth, but she's this tiny little um, wonderful uh, German-Jewish sex therapist who was widely popular in the 80s. And um, she's really going to be uh, fantastic. Uh, Alicia, uh, Felicia has done this show before and um, is very funny. It's a very touching show. And it's, it's very interesting because for people who just saw Dr. Ruth on television or on, as a guest star on a TV show, and she was so cute and feisty and, and funny with that thick accent that she had, um, talking about, you know, things that most grandmas didn't talk about on television <laughs> But she had a fascinating backstory about her struggles, um, you know, growing up. And she had been a, a sniper in the Israeli army, I believe. Um, mm. So it's it's really an incredible journey from fleeing the Nazis in kinder transport and joining the Haganah in Jerusalem as a sniper to her struggle to succeed as a single mother newly arrived in America 
it's just a fascinating play talking about her history. And it just goes to show you when you see these personalities on television, frequently there's a real backstory there that can be even more fascinating than what you see on the screen. And I think that's the case with this show. Felicia did a fantastic job. Um, it's hard to do a one-person show, and, and she was just the person to, to do this. And we're thrilled to be able to tape it and make it available as a streaming production so people have another chance to see her fantastic work and really learn a little bit more about a pop culture phenomenon, Dr. Ruth, um, who um, was just a fascinating character in and of herself. And that will be performed on the following dates. We have three performance dates. This is a scheduled performance. So that means both shows are, both shows are yep. scheduled. Um, the Valentine's Day show, the 12th, the 13th and 14th of February at seven o'clock each night. It's an hour long, but that means you've got to tune in at seven o'clock. You buy your tickets at Show Ticks for you. It sends you a, a, an email. When you get the email and right at Showtime, you click that link, it will take you to the site. It's very easy. And then same thing with Dr. Ruth. And those dates um, are as follows. They are Friday, March 19th, Saturday, March 20th, and Sunday, March 21st at 7 o'clock each night. And really worthwhile to check just a, a, a fabulous performance by a local actress who has a rich history herself here in the community. Awesome. All right. Yes, definitely want to catch both of those. Put those on your calendar. Uh, make sure that you uh, get some time because, yes, you do have to watch those uh, when they air, just like uh, just like you would have going to see a show. So exactly. make sure that you're able to catch those. Um, also, uh, another local talent who is putting on a show this weekend, a virtual show, is Stella Cole, who she now yeah. lives in Chicago, but she's been in several uh, productions here in Springfield. She, I was uh, in Peter Pan with her a while back, and I know she's been in a couple of shows at the Hoagland. Um, right. done it. And she so, in, uh, our production of Godspell. She was in our production of Steel Magnolias and a, a show called The Little Years. And um, she starred in The Secret Garden out at Theater in the Park years ago. And yep. was a wonderful Mary Lennox. My daughter was in that show. Amy played uh, Martha, the the, uh, the the maid, and uh, she and Stella got to be friends at that time. And, and Stella has gone on to. Um, great success. She's a student at Northwestern and she's really done some amazing vocal work on TikTok. And now she's doing a concert this weekend. And I really encourage people to check her out. She's a very talented young lady and you'll be able to say, boy, I, I remember her when. Uh, yes. She's going to be a star someday. Yeah, I yeah, absolutely. I think so. Yeah, she um yeah, I, I talked with her recently and we're going to have some information about um where you can find her um on Spotify and other places. Uh that information is probably going to be uh about tomorrow we'll probably put that out. But yeah, she um yeah, that concert is this weekend. It's $5 and it is worth it. She it is really very is. talented and it's going to be a great show. She sounds um she has a very rich singing voice and she does a lot of the standards from you know, the, the, the 40s and 50s and a lot of Broadway songs. And she has this great ability to really make you feel like you're listening to a singer from that era. She really has all the nuance and the, the, the skill set to really um, bring that warmth from that era back. And she does a, a fantastic job. And I know folks will enjoy listening to her. And that's another great option for some beautiful music. 
Yes, absolutely. Um, we're, and before we jump into some of the uh, some of the national things, uh, talking about the Golden Globes coming up, also right. want to remind people that uh, they can order their food online for the uh, Springfield Area Arts Council's doing their Hearts for the Arts. It's a it's a fundraiser. Um, their um, Nelson's Catering is helping them out with it. They are doing. Uh, they're having two dinners uh, that you can buy and you can pick them up from three to five on the 14th uh, but you can order those online and also um, online you will be able to uh, get a, a, a ticket and then you can win a backyard barbecue once we can be open more and have uh, places open and you'll be able to get that so that information is also at wmay.com or you can also go to their facebook page it's there too uh the springfield area arts council so and kevin i'd like to mention that if people can support the arts council that would be very much appreciated they are a great organization yes. and they truly make it possible for all the other nonprofits to do their work and to to succeed in their mission so Sheila Walk is the interim um, executive director. She's been in that position for years, and she is dynamite. She's a very talented, very dedicated person. Yes. And I really encourage folks to support the Springfield Area Arts Council because they support everybody else. They yes. support all the other nonprofit arts groups. And uh, Sheila is a wonderful advocate and cheerleader and supporter. So we encourage you to help out the Arts Council because they are so vital to our local arts community yes they are they absolutely are um so with the uh the golden globes came out recently something that uh honestly i'd forgotten it's it's usually a bigger deal but i'm just like eh, i didn't really know about um when they came out it's it's not something that was even on my rest, you know, so many other things are going on today with everybody that we're just like, ah, sure. you don't know. But a couple musicals were uh, got nominated. Uh, Hamilton, which Hamilton is was released as a movie. I sort of see it in my head as like a, a the filmed version of Sweeney Todd or right. uh, something like that, where they literally filmed the show, which is what they did with Hamilton. But it it was Hamilton the movie, and because it was released and they had all like huge numbers on Disney Plus with it, it's you know it's a movie, so right. they uh, so that's it's up for Best Picture. Lin Manuel Lin Manuel Miranda's up for Best Actor, and then also The Prom has a couple of nominations. Right, they're up for Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy too. Yes, that's the category that Hamilton's also in. And then um, um, James Corden is up for the Best Musical, uh, or Best Performance by an Actor in a Musical or Comedy, along with Sasha Baron Cohen for Barat's subsequent movie film. Oh my goodness! And yes, Cal and Andy Samberg. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. I kind of think it'd be great if Lin-Manuel Miranda won for Hamilton. Oh, yeah. He didn't win the Tony Award. Leslie Odom Jr. won the Tony Award, I believe. Yeah. So it would be great if he got some acting recognition, too, because yeah. he is the backbone behind that phenomenon. And he was, of oh, course, rewarded yeah. with, you know, score and writing and, and all of that. But he's a dynamite performer, too, and I, I kind of hope he wins for that. Yeah, yeah, no, that would be great because that's you know that's when you look at the um you look at the credits for the show it's like you know starring Lin Manuel Lin Manuel Miranda you know right. written by directed written by. by it's everything so it's just yeah exactly. no that would be that would be great that'd be great to see um and uh, I think that's uh you know I, you, we're seeing now more and more musicals are being filmed like Hamilton I mean I think there's probably always been some professionally shot musicals that they can't you know, that are archival that they can't really release, but right. you know, uh, 
supposedly this month Aladdin is coming out um, on Disney Plus. I don't know if it's still for this month. Um, uh, uh, Come from Away is being filmed. Um, right. That's going to be released, which will and be. And I believe really that's cool. going to be with the original Broadway cast, which will be yeah. wonderful to see. Yeah. So that's so I th- I think uh, people are catching on that you know. You know, because the, the the argument, and I mean, there's of course some legal union stuff that it's it's hard to you know, you, you know right. paying people uh, certain for every performance, uh, what constitutes that and everything. But with, I think people are realizing that if you put something on a streaming service like Hamilton, I mean, I love seeing Hamilton with the original cast in that movie, but I still want to see it right. live on stage when it tours or, you know, wherever it is. If it's you know, anyway, I mean. It, people still want to love to go see live theater, and I think these uh, these streaming performances are, uh, you know, they're they're helping. And I and I'm glad yeah. that more music looks like more musicals are getting filmed and released that way. You know, with Hamilton, um, that was intended to be a theatrical release, to be exclusively in movie theaters before the mm. pandemic, and then of course with the pandemic, they decided to. Um, premiere it on Disney Plus, and maybe it premiered in a couple of theaters to still be eligible for awards. But a lot of the streaming shows were taped in London because the rules are a little less stringent with the unions over there. So, you know, we saw The King and I, but it was taped in London. We saw Kinky Boots, mm-hmm. it was recorded in London. And the same thing, I think, with Aladdin, we're not going to see the Broadway cast. We'll see the original London cast of, of Aladdin, which is still great, and they're still yeah. wonderful performers. But they're, it's just easier to cut through some of the red tape, I believe. And that's why we're seeing some of the London productions released for streaming or on PBS great performances or for, you know, Amazon Prime or whatever. But I'm just grateful that we have those because, you know what, I'm going to watch the movie version of Hamilton when that is eventually released, when it's a full-fledged movie. That's still going to happen. But, you know, when, when movies are made out of Broadway shows, we frequently say, oh, gosh, why did they replace this movie, this Broadway star with this movie actor who yeah. is not as good as the original Broadway star. So with Hamilton, the staged production, we got to see all those original performances that, that can't be beat. And um, some of them might do the subsequent movie film version to, yeah. to play on Borat there. But, yeah. um, you know, some parts might be recast, but we got to see the originals. And I think you're exactly right. I don't think this is going to diminish the people who want to see it live and in person because it is an event and it is thrilling when you see it in person. Yeah, which I I almost got to see it in person. My tickets were for last May. But, uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. So it's down in St. Louis at the Fox. Yeah. Yeah, we so. had those two that, that – I don't even know. I don't know if you. I don't know if we got our money back or if they were just postponed or. It's I, right now. I actually don't remember if they. I. I. I mean, I think they still plan to do the. Show. I. I don't. I honestly don't know. So I'm not going to put that information out there. Yeah. But. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think. I mean, anyway, still, even when if Hamilton comes back around, I'm still going to go see it, whether it's the same tickets or not. So, or at least I'm going to try to, because those tickets are hard. Get, but yeah, and they're uh, expensive too. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I think I think what will happen is once it is safe for everyone to go back, I think you're going to see just even bigger demand for shows like that because oh, yeah. people have been stir crazy for so long, and they might have watched it a dozen times on Disney Plus, but they'll want to see it in person. I have a friend who is in the the Broadway production of Chicago. 
um, a, a guy that I worked with over at the Little Theater on the Square a couple of years ago. And he's been the swing performer for the roles of Mary Sunshine and for Amos. And, you know, he's been saying they, they can't wait to get back. And Chicago is the kind of production that they'll be able to put back pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. You know, they have just all these actors who have done the show across the country who um, are available and ready to go. And there's not a lot of, of you know, set work that has to be done. It's oh. just they have to fumigate the theater and, and the, uh, rats out. <laughs> I, put the band on stage and that's like it and dress up in black. I mean, that's that's how the, the production, uh, that's exactly. how it is. So they'd be, they, they could put that one on pretty easily. That'd be great. I mean, I, I agree. I think it'll I mean, happen pretty easily. Easy. Dancing and everything. It's still a really tough show, but, right. you know. Yeah. I had an acquaintance I was talking with about what's happening on Broadway. Yeah. And those those buildings were just shut up. The, the doors were locked, so the sets have been remaining on stage, the costumes, and some of those theaters are really, really old, yeah. so a lot of them deal with, with rodent issues and things like that, so, you know, that's been, that's something they're going to have to deal with, is getting them back to normal again. Uh, the Nature has kind of taken over in some places, mm -hmm. I think, for those buildings that haven't had people in them. Um, but, you know, we don't think about things like that. And, you know, we've, we've had similar, you know, we've had more action in the Hopeland, but we've had our, our pest control company coming in just to make sure, because when people aren't around as much, there can be a real problem. So that's something you don't even think about when getting prepared to reopen is you've got to deal with a lot of nuts and bolts kind of issues that aren't at all glamorous to be yeah. prepared to greet the public once again. And again, we, we've, haven't had any major issues at the Hoagland because we've had people there and we've had our uh, our uh, company come in to stay on top of that. But a lot of buildings, you know, um, have to really pay attention to that, especially older buildings. Right, right. So, um, yeah, that that's uh, that is. Way. I took a soft no, field with that one. No, no, but that, that that's an interesting point though because it's not something I. It seems obvious, but it's not something that I like thought of at all because I'm just like, well, you know, the shows aren't in there. So they're just but I didn't think, yeah, the you know, a lot of the especially in New York, a lot of those buildings have been there since they were built uh, and, years ago. And that's yeah. a running joke that, you know, the, a lot of these kids get out of co kids, young adults get out of college with these beautiful performing arts centers and they're lucky enough to make it to Broadway and the outside of the theater and the stage looks great, but you get down into the dressing rooms and they're they're disgusting. <laughs> it's not as glamorous as you think it is. And I've had several people that I've talked to over the years saying, yeah, it, it is not what you think it is. It is not yeah. a glamorous lifestyle that's portrayed in the movies from the 40s. It's um, very different than that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So that's that is interesting. That's something that uh, that they're going to be dealing with. But. Uh, it's you know they got time to deal with it, so they do, and they'll and they'll yeah. know when it's they'll know when their reopening is going to happen, so they'll have plenty of time to take care of that. Oh the yeah, last I heard. I think Broadway was reopening in June. They haven't readjusted that yet. I'm sure they're going to readjust it again. Yeah. I can't imagine they won't. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's. I mean, I guess that's if if everybody follows all the mitigations and the vaccine goes out as quickly into as many people as possible, 
Right. If that if is carrying a lot of weight there, so uh, you don't know. Well, but, I think the problem is, you know, someone posted a rude comment somewhere about um, a group not doing shows this summer, and they yeah. some snarky comment about the vaccine, and it's like. We've been told all along it's going to take months for this to be distributed widely. It's not going to just happen like that. It's going to take through the summer. And, you know, most of the the performers who perform in a lot of the summer shows are younger. And they're going to be last in line to get the vaccine because they're healthy. They're younger. It's the older folks and the people with who are compromised who are going to be near the top of the distribution list. So it's going to take a while for everyone to be vaccinated, who is willing to be vaccinated, and I hope that's the majority. Um, yeah, but you know, we're you know, in the Muni's case, for example, uh, right. they've had to postpone, of course, their season again. But most people in our community won't have the vaccine until July or August, yeah. especially the younger people. I'm saying, so yeah. you can't really start until everyone's been properly vaccinated. Yeah, so that's and that's something that's it, it's it's you know it's it's one of those things we've said this whole pandemic there's there are so many decisions and none of them are easy like none right. of these options are like this is the be-, you know there, there's some that are better than others but it's it's one of these things where it's like eh, you know it, it it this is a tough time there's a lot of tough decisions going on so exactly. really yeah it was like i frequently will say to my my family um you know there are bad decisions and there are worse decisions There are a lot of good decisions to be made at the moment. You just have to do, you know, go with whatever is least harmful in some cases. And know that that we are heading in the right direction and and keep that hope alive and keep doing what we're asked to do. Um, At least that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, that's that's what I'm going to do, and that's what we hope everyone does so that we can get there. We will get there, but uh, like we said, everything – you know, everyone follows the guidelines as best they can. We'll get there. So, uh, Gus, thank you so much for joining me. And uh, everyone, make sure that you uh, you uh, you keep on your radar the Valentine's Day show that is coming up next week. Uh, Stella Cole's performances this weekend, and uh, and maybe think about supporting the Springfield Area Arts Council with their Hearts for the Arts. Um, Fundraiser. Right. You can get a great dinner. It's from Nelson's Catering, you said? Yes. And uh, then you can take it home and you can watch our Valentine's Day show on, on Sunday night at 7. I mean, there you go. So that's that's Perfect a plan. That's your plan, everybody. That's what you yeah. got to do. So. That's All right, good. Well, Gus, thank you for joining me. We will do this again next time. All right, Kevin, you take care. Be well. You too.